we're going to get some wins in 2024. Tony Suarez, it's great to have you here on Charisma News, and we are gathering prophetic words that God is speaking about the year 2024. And so today we ask you, what is God saying about 2024 and what do we need to do about it as the body of Christ? So welcome to Charisma News, Tony. Well, John, thank you for having me. I, you know, I'm thankful for you, thankful for Steve and Charisma and the opportunity to share what the Spirit is saying to me. And it was interesting when you texted me, I had just, I had just heard from the Lord, not maybe 48 hours before uh, you got in touch with me. And I, it was, it was interesting because I wasn't seeking a word for 2024 just yet. That wasn't, uh, we're, we, this has been our busiest year ever been traveling. God's blessed. I mean, we're, we're in the middle of a blessing as Mm. we speak right now. And so I was focused on the right now. And uh, what happened was I woke up that morning and decided I was going to go live, but I didn't know what to share. I just felt like I needed to go live, but I didn't know what I was going to share. And then in the car from my house to the office, this is what I heard the Lord say. He said, from revival to revolution. That's all Mm -hmm. he said. And that just got in me. And then it just kind of got like a hook in my heart, my spirit, my mind, it it wouldn't let go. And I started, as I started, um, as I would say, getting into the word and just exploring that word uh, for what that would mean. And I mean, this is all within 20 minutes. I mean, it's not that far from my house to the office. I just really started understanding that this is the purpose of the Lord for the body of Christ in this season, Mm -hmm. uh, going into 2024 and 2024. So, This is how I contextualize it. Our ministry has been declaring, prophesying, and decreeing since 2020 that revival is not coming. Revival is here. Uh, All so again, the context for that context is that all our lives we've heard revival is coming. There would be a great move of God, and someone would say, "You haven't seen anything yet," or someone else would get up and say, "One day, oh, just wait for that one day," and We've been waiting for that one day since the day of Pentecost, or at least in Mm -hmm. modern terms, since since Topeka and Azusa, we've been hearing about this one day. Well, I don't believe one day is coming. I believe that today is that one day that we were longing for. Revival is here. We have to step into the current move of God. I'm no longer longing, seeking, expecting another move. This is that move. This is the day that was spoken of by the prophet Joel. It's backed up in the revivals that we're seeing um, all over the nation and the world. The mass baptisms in California, the college campus uh, revivals that have broken out, broken out, um, churches or, or moves of God that are sparking throughout the land where um, a year ago there was nothing. And now this year there's thousands or hundreds gathering mm-hmm or supernatural finances that are coming into ministries and they're acquiring land or buildings and real estate. And you just see the hand of the Lord. These are the days that our, that our poor Pentecostal founders were dreaming of when they were called the people of the other side of the tracks. Mm-hmm. We're no longer that. These are those days. But the Lord impressed on me that we must go from revival to revolution. So the church has been revived. I prophesied in 2020 that the American church was going to see that the fire never died, 
We just had to fan the flame a little bit. Second mm. Timothy chapter one. So the, the flame was fanned through a pandemic, uh, through whatever you believe about the election, the upheaval in our nation, um, woke agendas. We've seen that flame of, of, of revival fanned and it's, it's strong. The church is as strong as I've known it to be in many years. Um, the seeker sensitive movement is no longer, it's no longer something we're having to look at and say it's taken over the church. Revival has taken over the seeker sensitive movement. Mm. A lot of those that had left have now come back to their roots. They're coming back to Pentecost. You're hearing about outpourings of the Holy Ghost and uh, major revivals taking place everywhere. So I said, well, Lord, what does that mean? I mean, we're, our ministry is called Revival Makers. We preach revival everywhere we go. We say revival's not coming. Revival is here. And he said, revival has to turn into revolution. And mm. so he likened it to me, the Declaration of Independence to winning the war. And this is the second word I heard. He said, the church will no longer be known for their fight, but they will be known for their victory. We have declared revival. We have prayed for revival. We have sought revival. And I believe that there are many that have done the right things to have revival. But now revival must bring about a true revolution. That means it must leave the four walls of the church. It can no longer be just Christians having revival. We can't just be rebaptizing people that have already been baptized, praying through those that have already been prayed through, preaching to those that have already received the gospel, having another altar call with those that have already had an opportunity to an altar call. But it's now time to have a revolution in the world. And that means take um, the land, take Take these strongholds and claim them for the gospel of Jesus Christ. No longer tell the stories of how the revivals of old um, dried up the bars or, or closed this business or that illicit business or how the police used to report from Mar Mariah Woodworth, Woodworth Edder that there was no crime. Those can no longer be our stories. Those must be our current realities. Mm. That is a revolutionizing move of God. So that doesn't mean we're stepping away from revival because you have, if, if you don't keep fanning the flame, uh, the flame will start to die down. Right, right. So you have, it, it, this is, this is a twofold thing. You got to keep fanning the flame, but mm -hmm. now it's time to cook. Uh, how about, how about that analogy? Okay. <laughs> uh, that good, good cheap preacher analogy right now. We can't just have a flame. Now it's time to cook on it. It's mm. time to produce something from that fire. And for me, that is saying souls saved, souls filled with the Holy Ghost, souls water baptized, seeing people come into the truth of the word of God. I'm believing, you know, in Hebrews chapter 11, in that great, in that great chapter of faith, it talks about how nations were subdued because mm -hmm. of the heroes of faith. It's time for us to subdue a nation. It's time for us real time. To see God, and I'm not, right now I'm not prophesying, I'm just speaking in faith. How about right now we see a nation known for its Islamic faith so mm. overtaken by revival that a revolution takes place, and now the, the, the national religion is no longer Islam, but it's Christianity. Mm. What about a revolution in the United States a Jesus revolution. I think there was a movie about that. Yeah. What about a, re a Jesus revolution so great that it's that it's not just Christians getting a touch, but it is we can see the evidence of California changing, 
Washington, mm-hmm. D.C. changing. What if, what if revival broke out on the Capitol? I mean, I saw a picture not too long ago of congressmen and women knelt, kneeling down in prayer. But what if the fire of God swept into that room? And what if, what if there was a manifestation of the glory of God? Hmm. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, what if? But it, it, it happens when we go from revival to revolution. So I'm at this place now where I want to see the change. I don't want to just keep complaining about how bad the schools are. I want a revolution yeah. in the schools. I don't want to just keep complaining about how um, how uh, uh, corrupt our government is. I want to see revolution take place. I don't want to keep hearing the polls about how bad it is with Gen Z or Gen Alpha. or this. I want a revolution because mm-hmm. if we have fire, If we have the oil, if we have the glory, if we have the manifest presence of God, but the sick aren't being healed and people aren't being saved and we don't see the change in the culture, then what what did revival produce? Hmm. It must go be. And and I say that so cautiously because I love the move of God. I love the move of God. But the move of God has to do more than just make me feel good. It's got to be more than just coming out and saying, whoa, whof, man, I got, uh, what, what are some of the terms they use? I, man, I got, goosebumps. I got, yeah. yeah, I got goosebumps. I got, I got slammed in the glory yeah. or I got, you know, whatever the, man, I got hit so hard. All I love that. I want to mm-hmm. get hit by the glory. I love being, but it's got to do more than just, I, I got to turn it into a revolution Amen. because I believe that we're going to answer for this time in history before the throne. What did you do with my glory? What did you do with my fire? What did you do with the anointing I gave you? And if we say we kept it, we just kept it. There's a, there's a parable about that. But if we say, father, we spread it. We started preaching and teaching. We didn't use social media to attack one another. We used it as a vehicle to preach the gospel, to prophesy. And because of that, millions came into the, then we will have used it and for his glory and turned a revival into a revolution. Amen. You know, Pastor Tony, as you were talking about this revolution thing, you brought up about the Revolutionary War. And uh, I find it very interesting that the Declaration of Independence was signed on July 4th, 1776. Mm-hmm. And we celebrate the, you know, the founding of our nation as that day of the Declaration. Right. But you look at when actually we've earned the deck, we earned that independence. It yeah. wasn't until September 3rd, 1783. Yeah. So more than six years they had to fight for it. They had to continue to battle for what they had declared. Yeah. And I think so many times I, I, I didn't know that numbers off the top of my head. I had to look it up as you were mm-hmm. talking because I just felt the Lord say, go look that up. Because you sometimes you can declare a thing. And then you need to battle for it until you actually get it. And sometimes I think we get caught up in the, well, we declared it and it's just not happening. Yeah. You you can't just declare something and you have to battle for it sometimes because there, the Bible says that um, the kingdom advances and the violent take it by force. Amen. And so if we're going to have this revolution that God's speaking to you about, then we need to do something about it. Pastor Tony, what is something, what are two or three things that we can do to put this in action right now in 2024? Yeah. And if I can add to that. Go for it. They say the, the, and and again, this this is a quick Google search, right? Yeah. Revolutionary War technically began 
1775, right. even before the declaration. So we begin fighting, we make a declaration, but we don't ultimately have the victory that you're talking about until yep. 1783. So I would liken that to this time. There was a fight, there was a remnant that was holding on to the spirit of revival through this mm. through the last 30 years of the seeker sensitive movement. I mean, there was somebody holding on and fighting, but then a declaration came out. Phil Muncy told me in 2021, he called me and he said, um, right now you are working to you're 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 working to persuade people. Mm-hmm. He said and he, he prophesied to me. He said, Your 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 message, you're trying to persuade. God's using you to persuade. He said, but you're gonna live long enough to see the church convinced that revival is here. Wow. Now, when he said you're gonna live long enough to see it, I my mind okay, is it gonna take 50 years, 60 years? It took two years. Mm-hmm. Two years. And now revival is in vogue. Everybody's talk. Everybody wants revival. Everybody's hungering for it. The church is convinced about revival. So now to get that ultimate victory, because remember the Lord said the second word the Lord gave me this year is that for 2024 is we won't be known by our fight. We'll be known by our victories. Mm-hmm. We we're known in the world for what we fight against or for. Okay. Uh, whether it's marriage or life or this issue or that we're known for the fight, we're going to be known by our victories. So in 2024, keep an eye open for victories, significant victories that we're going to say these belong to the body of Christ. It's not going to be a fight. It's going to be a win. We're going to get some wins in 2024. We're also going to see restitution come our way because of the win. So we're not just going to restore what was lost. We're going to be given the spoils of war. And for those of you that have stood for revival stood for the truth. You're going to see the spoils of war given to your into to your personal uh, life, to your ministry. You're going to see that. So, what do we do to turn this into a revolution? You cannot stay silent. We must practice preach holiness, and we have to take it to the world. We need to pray for divine strategies on how to win. All right, remember the Lord promised to win. How do you win? Hmm. How do you win souls? How do you win over your neighborhood? How do we win over elected officials? We can't always fight. There is a season to fight against Jezebel. And then there is a season to show the, 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 the promise and the power of God to Nebuchadnezzar. There's, mm-hmm. a, there's a time when you need to be a Nehemiah and have enough favor with the king that you can rebuild the wall. And then you got to be Elijah and rebuke the king and the queen when you need to. This is a season I feel Okay, we've stood against tyranny. We've stood against Jezebels. We've stood against these spirits, but we need some favor. Mm-hmm. We need some favor. And so we need to be praying for those divine strategies on how to expand the kingdom and see revolution lead to this victory that I believe is ours in 2024. Amen. Amen. Brother, that's a powerful word with action to back it up to. So thank you so much for taking the time to share with us at Charisma News what God is speaking to you about 2024 and what we can do about it. Thank, thank you. Thank you, John. 